Hello, this is Cheryl Burns, host of the Grazer's Grapevine. Today I'll be speaking with Mackenzie Strauser of Turning Point Land and Livestock Services in Herndon, PA, about winter sheep management. Mackenzie, thank you for taking time to speak with me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Sure, my pleasure. Mackenzie, would you mind sharing a bit about your background? Yeah, of course. Uh, like you said, my name's Mackenzie Strasser. My husband and I raised just under 200 head of polypay ewes in central Pennsylvania. I've gained my experience with small ruminants through my personal operation, along with my education at both Penn State and North Carolina State Universities in animal and feed sciences. In the last six months or so, I've started working with Capital RCND as a small ruminant grazing advisor, which is what brought me here today. So the big topic that we wanted to talk about was, you know, winter sheep management. So what options are available to sheep grazers for winter management? Pastures that have been rested for most of the growing season or stockpiled could be an excellent resource for the early winter months, possibly into December if managed correctly. But once pasture resources are exhausted, the only options left to producers is to bring the sheep in, whether that's to a sacrifice lot or the barn. Utilizing a sacrifice lot, even with some sort of shelter, typically still leaves the animals fairly exposed to the winter elements. So if possible, it's better to bring your animals into the barn or you can try to control as much of the environment as possible. And why do you prefer to do this? Why, why bring your sheep inside? It's really the best way to protect your sheep from the elements and nasty weather events that accompany our Pennsylvania winters, whether it's snow, ice, or wind. Sheep are going to perform their best and be at their healthiest when they're in a dry environment, and the best way to provide them with that is to bring them inside. This is especially important for sheep producers who are planning to lamb in the winter. Newborn lambs cannot thrive in winter temperatures and weather events without shelter and protection. So what do you do now? We know we're in late fall, it's the end of November. Um, what can you do now to prepare for this process? There's definitely several things that you should be paying attention to going into this time of year. Um, first, I would make sure you have plenty of bedding either purchased or made to get through the entire winter. And same thing with making sure you have plenty of hay purchased or made to feed your sheep for the entire winter. It's also important to make sure that the barn or shelter is sealed up good so that there's no water leaks from the roof or cold drafts blowing in through cracks in the doors. You should also make sure that you have enough barn space to hold all of your animals in your barn or shelter without overcrowding them. Bread use should have at least 15 square foot per head of pen space. It's also important to make sure you have enough bunk or feeder space to feed all of your sheep. Depending on what you plan to feed, those amounts are going to be different. If you're feeding grain once or twice a day, you will need at least 16 to 18 inches of bunk space per ewe so that there's sufficient room for all of the animals to eat at one time. If your animal, animals are on self-feeders, then you should only need 8 to 10 inches of bunk space per ewe. You should also make sure that you have a reliable water source in place that won't freeze preferably automatic watering systems. However, if that's not an option, be sure to have a functioning frost-free hydrant nearby and keep a heater in your watering trough. And if you're planning to lamb in the barn 
last winter, you should also make sure that you have all the lambing supplies that you need before you truly need it. That includes all medications or equipment, but also plenty of towels or blankets and heat lamps if necessary. Now, are there any issues that people should be aware of when they're considering this type of management? Of course. Um, even though bringing your animals in for winter is generally the safest option for their health, there are always things to watch out for in any management system. You'll want to be sure that the ventilation is good in your barn or shelter without creating any drafts. So you want the air to flow through and get rid of stagnant air or ammonia, but you want to make sure that the air can't blow directly onto your animals and cause them to get sick. You'll also want to treat any animal that does get sick pretty quickly because the other animals in that group are now housed more tightly together. Inside a barn, it can be much easier for things like pneumonia to spread from animal to animal pretty rapidly. And then even, I know there's there's people that even though we're not even really to winter yet are already looking forward to spring. So knowing that, uh, when do you release them from the barn? The most appropriate time to put them back on pasture is when the temperatures start to hit in the 50s to 60s regularly during the day and we're avoiding below freezing temperatures at night. Sheep are most comfortable in that temperature range. In Pennsylvania, that usually starts to occur safely by April, but it could possibly be late March. You also want to, get, want to keep in mind that your pastures look like at that time. You want to let the grasses grow out to at least eight inches tall or so to avoid any grass tetany issues with your ewes if they gorge on fresh, lush pasture. Now, is this only appropriate for sheep or would this type of management system also work for other small ruminants? This management system would work for all types of ruminants, both small and large. And even within the management of sheep, there would be very minimal differences between the management of hair and wool sheep because we're not shearing to prepare for winter. Gotcha. I know this wasn't really comprehensive. You know, we definitely wanted to talk about it in broad strokes. Um, so folks might be interested in, in looking at additional resources if they want to find out more, especially if you're using a different system. Um, can you recommend any resources for grazers looking to try this out? Absolutely. Uh, Oregon State University's Small Farms Program has some really excellent resources on winter livestock management. And Penn State Extension also has some great resources on care of sacrifice areas during the winter, whether they be in the barn, the pasture, or a sacrifice lot. Mackenzie, you shared a few websites with me. I'll be sure to include links to these websites, including uh, Oregon State and Penn State's resources in the episode notes of uh, this episode of the Grazer's Grapevine. And those notes can be found at uh, paglc.org. And we'll include the links there and some other resources. The PAGLC website has many other excellent grazing resources, as well as links to other Grazer's Grapevine episodes. We hope you'll check it out. Mackenzie, thanks so much for taking the time, again, just to speak with us. This has been great. And I hope if folks have questions, um, they'll reach out either to PAGLC or Capital RC and D's Grazing Advisor Program, since you're now one of the grazing advisors.
yeah, I'd be happy to answer any questions. Uh, it was great talking with you today, Cheryl. Thanks and take care. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Grazer's Grapevine.